We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's dive into the defensive performance, Vince, and this is going to be a little less positive than the offensive mm. side because the mm-hmm. offense was like they did a lot of good things today, but there's just some stuff to clean up, right? Like I thought overall, look, 41 points, 578 yards of offense, ran the ball well. You you know, you ran for 236. You passed for 342 because Steve Angeli got in and, and uh, was able to throw the football. And how is that not pass interference? I mean, first, no, I'm going to take that back because Rico needs to play that ball better. So I'm going to take that one back. But uh, defensively, Vince, you played a bad offense that didn't have their starting quarterback, who we said all week was their only good player. Correct. And you made them look good. You made them mm-hmm. look like they may go into the Mac and do some things. And uh, and and look, I know they didn't have Gabriel Rubio in the game, which they haven't had him since the opener. They didn't have J.D. Bertrand in the game. And I and we we see people now, this is why we say J.D. is so important. And then we didn't see D.J. Brown today because he was dealing with, I think Coach Freeman said afterwards, like a tight hamstring. So you're, you're yeah. down – you know, you're down a starter and, and two key backups, or you could say, you know, DJ starter, you know, depends each week. They've started different guys, but it just depends on like personnel matchups. But JD's DJ's basically a starter who was coming off one of the best games of his career against NC state. And, you know, he doesn't play. So, you know, obviously that, that was, uh that was problematic, but this is still a really bad central Michigan team who didn't have their starting quarterback, who was right. their, like their only real weapon. Correct. They don't run the ball very well. You made them look a lot better running the football. Their two starting tailbacks ran for 100. Their two tailbacks ran for 115 yards on 21 carries, averaged over five yards of play. Uh, there were so many issues with with this with today's game, Vince. Uh, missed tackles were a hot mess. So many missed tackles in the game. Early on, it seemed it was very obvious that Central Michigan had scouted Notre Dame very well because the interior of the defense was very soft. And what I'm referring to soft, I'm not talk, saying the players were soft. Coaches will use to, to talk about um, soft spots 
Mm-hmm. Right. Find the when I'm when we're Places running this particular play, yeah. find the soft spot. The soft spot is basically where we think there's an opening or where there's a leverage where we can kind of hit that. And they were hitting that nonstop. In fact, there were times when they ran a couple jet sweeps and Notre Dame blew up. And you and I are like, why the freaking heck would they run that? Because Notre Dame has not stopped them on an inside run like in 15 minutes. And there was a lot of that. There was a lot of bad gap fits. And it all boils down to the two things for me. Number one. You had a defensive coordinator that instead of saying, hey, we're down our middle, our Mike linebacker, we're going to get this young kid some chance to play. We're going to go out there. We're going to trust our guys. We're going to rely on our defensive talent, and we're just going to shut this thing down. He said, let me me continue to run an overly complex defense against Central freaking Michigan, bring a bunch of safety fires and nickel fires and all that kind of stuff. And some of them worked, some of them didn't. But because you wanted to do that, you had to play Jack freaking Kaiser at Mike. And and this is not a, at all a negative against Jack Kaiser. Jack Kaiser has no business playing middle linebacker. He's not a middle linebacker. Now, look, did he do some good things today? Absolutely he did some good things today. Had some big problems today, his, his too. His stat line was but actually really problem, good. Vince, here's yeah. the problem, Vince. Here's the problem. You're not putting him at middle linebacker next week if you want to have any chance of holding Ohio State under 30. Right, so why would you do it for this game? What if JD right. gets hurt again next week? What if JD gets called for targeting next week, and and you're going to put Jack Kaiser, who's barely 220 pounds, at middle linebacker? Your rover at middle linebacker? This was a great chance to get Drake Bone in when uh, some opportunities. When Marcus Freeman said, "Hey, we're going to start Drake and Mike linebacker," I was shocked because I was like, I just assumed they were going to play Jack Kaiser because that's who Al Golden is. He's going to he wants to run an overly complex defense to show everyone in the world how smart he is so he can show NFL teams how smart he is and and cuz he is really smart but there as what we saw today Vince was was exactly what I've always warned about with coaches like Al Golden who are really smart football guys is in college there comes a point in time where you're you're getting negative returns you know there's a point of uh where where what's the phrase I use Vince I'm drawing a blank here but like where demi- there's a point of diminishing, point of diminishing return. returns where you get there and it's like, okay, now you're doing too much and they can't play clean. And we saw like holes opening up. We haven't seen that really this year. This this right. looked like a game from last year where just these mm-hmm. holes are opening up against a team that's not that good. And it came down to because you were trying to show everyone on the planet how smart you are. Instead of saying, this is a great chance for us to get Drake Bone and Jaden Osbury some reps. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. If you're going to do that, that means you can't run a million checks. Right. And a million pressures and blitz from all over the field. And, and, and the fact is, is your pressures didn't really hit home a ton. And it just, it, so you missed multiple, op- you missed that opportunity. You missed the opportunity to turn your D line loose. You're just asking Donovan Heinish, who's 285 pounds, and Howard Cross, who's 285 pounds, to eat up space inside. Why? Those offensive linemen for Central Michigan are not athletic enough to stop Donovan Heinish and Kurt and, 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 and uh, Howard Cross, when they go vertical, and every time they were allowed to go vertical, guess what? Those two guys were in the backfield. They did, yeah. And and so it just it, it's it's frustrating because you know on paper it makes sense, but when you look at who you have and you look at the fact that you're missing D- JD Bertrand and you're missing DJ Brown and you're missing Gabriel Rubio, it's like why, why? And so then you put your team in some bad spots. And let's be honest, Vince. You know, the numbers are going to look great. Oh, you know, what do you complain about? They gave up 17 points and 268 yards to a team that should have barely got to 200. Right. They and, and, have and they had points. two good runs that were called back by penalties. Yeah. That I didn't think that they were they were legit holds, but they weren't holds that resulted in the play being big. Like, it wasn't like, hey, if you don't hold that guy, you tackle him for a two-yard gain. They were like backside holds. And and so that was the, the big frustration for me because you saw defense for the first time all year, Vince, that was playing like a group that wasn't sure of what they were doing. They weren't always in the right place, and this is the issue that they had last year. And to see that in game four after not seeing game three is an indictment on the defensive coordinator because he is sure. really smart. But when you don't have your captain and your, your thir- three-year starting Mike linebacker, you don't keep running the same defense you would have run if he was in the game. And the only way you can do that is because you put another smart veteran linebacker who doesn't play that position in the Correct. game. He's when smart enough to do it, studs, but that's not his thing, man. You've got two freshman studs at linebacker, and you can't get them in the field. I'm watching this Notre Dame offense go for 578 and 41 points, which was their worst performance of the season. And there's times they got three freshmen on the field at skill positions in the game. They're getting it done. Actually, you know what? They played four freshmen today because I forgot about Cooper Flanagan. They played four freshmen. Yeah, just not at the same time. That's the beginning all. of the game, four yeah. freshmen on offense. Yep. That was the best side of the ball. But you can't get Drake Bone and Jaden Osbury, your number one and two players in last year's class, on the field today. Like, and, and Drake got in there like a couple of series. Like, as like, yeah, there's like if 
when NC when when CMU would go to certain looks, they would put Drake in the game. He was in at middle linebacker at one point, and they bumped Jack to to Will, and uh, he got absolutely pancaked. Now, who did Jack was, or Drake? Drake. Yeah. Now that's the only the only one play I saw because I you know he didn't but, that didn't happen on the other plays he was in. But you've got to get that kid into the game, Vince. I don't care if he got pancaked on one play. That's going to happen. Right, right, right. right. He needs to be playing. He needs to be playing from the beginning. And to me, it's fine for you. If you've got a guy like J.D. Bertrand that can get everybody lined up and all that stuff and still play at a high level, great. But you didn't have him today. And you didn't take – you didn't do the adjustments you needed to do. You put your – somebody just said Van Gorder was smart too. I'm – like, dude, who said that? I'm – I'm okay. Chill with your freaking negativity today. You've been doing it all freaking chat, okay? All freaking chat. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Chill out, okay? In this particular case, it was a problem because you didn't have the personnel to do that because you didn't have JD and you didn't adjust. And so to me, all the stuff we saw today, 100% coaching, 100% coaching. To me, hundred percent. The missed tackles, hundred percent coaching. The 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 soft spots in the D line, hundred percent coaching. To me today, and and that was my frustration because you did things you didn't need to do. Let your kids play. Simple as that. Let them go play. And they didn't do that. It was it was about let me show everyone how smart I am. Why are you trying to outsmart Central Michigan, Vince? Right. Why? Why? Especially, and they, and here's the thing with the yards they had, they had a better performance. Like Notre Dame didn't even do as good as as Michigan State did against them. They only scored seven points against Michigan State. They only had, let's see here, 219 total yards of offense. They had 3.3 yards per play. Against Notre Dame today, they had 268 yards of offense and had 5.0 yards per play. Michigan State right now, for the record, is losing in the fourth quarter to, to, to Washington at home 41 to 7. Just for the record. Michael Penix currently has 473 yards passing in the game. And they've rushed for 100. I'm sorry. Uh, yes. And they've they have given up 689 yards of offense today to Washington. That defense did better against Central Michigan yeah. than you did, and you didn't even face their starting quarterback. So uh, I was very frustrated today, Vince. And, and I've been praising out gold in the first three games. Sure. He did some good things. But we called this before the game. We said, turn these guys loose. There's Be disciplined. You know, don't, don't try to go show everyone how smart you are. This is the perfect game for that. And he didn't do it. Because, like, here's the problem, Vince. If the blitzes are hitting home, great. If they're not, Marcus Freeman talked about this in the postgame show. He's like – we brought a six-man pressure and it didn't get home. I can't put that on the DBs, but right. that happens too much. And when you blitz that often, there's going to be more plays where those are there, and Central Michigan gassed you with it. What's going to happen when you do that crap against Marvin Harrison and Nemechek Buka and Kate Stover and Chip Tranum and, and, and Travion Henderson and those guys? And you've got Kyle McCord, a quarterback, not the backup quarterback at Central freaking Michigan. You know what I mean? So th- that was my big issue today, man. It's just like, dude, this is on you. This is 100% on you today. 100% on you. 
and um, I just have no faith that it's going to change. And so it makes me a little bit nervous about some of the games coming up when they've got a quarterback that's a lot more dynamic than the kid they saw today. A lot more dynamic than the kid they saw today. Sure. And I'll tell you something else. If they weren't freaking phenomenal at corner, it would have hurt them even more today. Right. But Notre Dame's corners and and we'll kind of we'll get into that in a second. But they they are they were phenomenal today. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Vince, that was my long rant. You have some thoughts on this particular situation? I mean, I'm not going to rehash everything that you just said because that's silly. But I will say, from a big picture standpoint, tackling has to be better Out, outside of scheme and outside of the soft areas and everything that you mentioned, which is all true, no doubt about it. There were plenty of times where Notre Dame was in position to make the play and didn't. That's a big problem for me. And, you know, whether that's you practice differently, whether you just have to execute, you know, whatever the case may be, they have to tackle better. Period. Period. Because honestly, if they tackle better, it'll mask some of the issues that were very obvious in this but, game. But you can't tackle better when you're when you're doing so much that you're not always certain of where you need to be and you're moving around so Fair much enough. pre-snap and all that other kind of stuff. To me, that's why I say, Vince, those two things to me go hand in hand, Okay, in my opinion. that So you're 100% correct. 100% correct. But tackling is – this isn't the first game tackling has been an issue. Yeah. It's an issue against Tennessee State. It's an issue last week. So, like, at what point do you say, hey, guys, maybe we should scale back a little bit on the volume of what we're doing schematically and focus a little bit more on, I don't know, tackling back. Yeah, just some fundamental stuff. Yeah, Because you've yet to play. Here's the thing, Vince. They've yet to play good offense. I know the numbers are going to look great, and, you know, they're they're holding teams. So what what did they what were they at? They were at uh, – so they've given up 47 points in four games, and – and it's 11.8 points per game. And you're like, dude, they're barely giving over 200 yards a game. And I'm like, that's all true. But this is why I've always said it's about the process, not the result. Because the sure. result can lie to you sometimes. You say, well, what do you mean it can lie to me? When you're giving up 11.8 points per game and you've yet to play a good offense, that that's going to mask and you've got way better players. That's going to hide your numbers to a degree. Because sure. eventually you're going to play a team that 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 is more on your level talent wise that's going to happen multiple times in the next month right you know what i mean and so at some point in time you got to say this isn't about me showing you how smart i am i've got to make sure that i allow my players to be dudes as well and um you know it 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 just that's that was my frustration vince because what you said vince is spot on you gotta tackle better but as you know being a great tackler is a lot of times about being in the right position Sure. And when there's so much on your plate in that regard, it's hard to consistently be in good position. I would say it's about being in in good position, which is absolutely part of it, but it's also about confidence. And if you're not playing with confidence, and a lot of that has to do with being in good position and knowing where you're supposed to be and coming downhill with confidence, right? As opposed to, man, I hope I'm doing the right thing here. You know, you have to be able to tackle with confidence. I, I tell my kid that all the time. He's a freaking kicker. And I'm like, dude, you're going to be one-on-one in the, in, the, in the open field. I said, go at him with confidence because there's all kinds of times where kickers don't do that and they get stiff-armed or they get juke. Go in there with confidence, right? And that's what I've coached defenders my whole career as a coach. Tackle with confidence, man. Yeah. And if, if their mind is going a million miles an hour, they're not going to be tackling with confidence because they're not going to have it. Right. You know, So I think that's a big part of it too. Yep. So, Vince, that was the, the downside. 
defensive line wise, I'm going to have to watch the film a little bit more um, to kind of get into really seeing what, what they did. So I, I, I'm not, I don't have like guys flash. I thought second sure. half, Jason Onye was yep. noticeable a lot yep. in yep. the second yep. half. Some really good plays. I thought Howard Cross flashed. Uh, Riley Mills had a couple really good, really good plays. But as far as just what they did on a snap to snap basis. So as I said before, I watched the back end and the outside live and then go back and watch. Cause sure. you, you always know you're going to get the line play. Uh, on the TV copy. So I'll watch that until the all 22 is up and then I'll, I'll watch that. But uh, I, that was kind of my, my thing is I don't know where some of those issues were coming from specifically. I just know that those were issues. And a lot of times, cause Notre Dame is moving around so much right before the snap. And it's like, it's like seeing CMU kind of just like they would wait for Notre Dame to stunt and then snap the ball and go. Like they had them schemed up pretty well, and we talked about this last week. They got a vet, they got veteran coaches over there. Sure, you got Paul Petrino's their offensive coordinator. That's Bobby Petrino's brother, who's been with him for a lot of years. He's been around. Rob Akey on defense, and and Jim McElwain obviously was the offensive coordinator uh, at Alabama. They won their first two titles, right? So I mean, you've got you've got guys that know what they're doing over there, and they took advantage of it, and they did what they needed to do. So. Um, I, I just those two areas to me, Vince, were 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 problems. I I have to break it down again, like I said, but I thought Marish had another very good game. Yes, I he thought he's flying through football. His open field tackle on that one. Uh, yes, where he came downhill. Field goal on that drive, didn't they? I don't remember, but it, I mean, he, it was him and only him that made that play. I mean, he he scraped right off the edge, came down hard and fast, and took that kid down. I'm pretty sure it was for a loss as well. Uh, I assume he had a tackle for loss. I, I haven't looked, but I, I that was yeah. They ended up they ended awesome. up um, kicking a field goal in that drive. Vince. Okay, okay. It was that really long drive? Yeah. Uh, so he had an incomplete on on play number one. Donovan Heinish had a pressure, short run crossing route for seven where where Xavier Watts hit the guy. That was on Xavier. That one was on Xavier. He hits the guy instead of wrapping up, lets the guy bounce off and get a couple extra yards. So instead of it being third, fourth and three or four, it's fourth and one. They go for it and get it. They had a scramble and they had a holding penalty. Then they then they ran an over route the next play and, and converted the first down. I think that was a play where Jack doesn't get up underneath the deep route. Did a bad job there. Uh, six yard gain there. Stretch run. No uh, bootleg incomplete stretch run for three then they ran a crossing route for nine where clarence lewis did a, they did a really bad job on handling the mesh a couple times in this game uh jack kaiser turned the guy loose on a mesh uh he had some issues on that regard so they converted a third so they converted a fourth and one they converted a first and 20 they converted a third and seven then they got the ball first to goal to six they ran a boot slide where jalen sneed was one of, he didn't he had a he was up really up and down in this game. That was to me his best play. Read the boot perfectly, forced an completion. They ran that. They ran power read the next play, and they handed off on the jet and Mares. That's the one you're talking about, Ben. So that was the scenario. And then the next play, they ran a corner route on uh, Benjamin Morrison and Javante Jean Baptiste, who I thought had a really good game. That's one yeah. guy that, that I yeah. felt like from beginning to end played really well. He had a pressure, allowed Benjamin to break the pass up, but that was a great. Uh, moment because it was 28 14 if they score there right now all of a sudden it's late second late third quarter and it's 28 21 but the defense i'll say this held in and that's one of the, the positives vince is that they were able to stop it there because 
again, red zone defense has been an issue yeah. for this team in the past. It's gotten better this year. It wasn't great today. It got better today, but that was a good stop. But that play by Maris, to me, made it. Because you put them in a situation where even if they gain three yards in that play, they're still in run pass, a third down run pass situation where they can run or pass. Right. right. By him stopping that guy behind the line of scrimmage, it put them in a you got to pass now right. situation. I, it was a great play. Great play. And a couple, I thought he had a missed he, tackle, but it ended up being Ramon Henderson on one of those. Was it was on a, on a safety blitz. Yeah. Yeah. But he, I thought he played well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're stressed about buying tickets or doing some last-minute ticket hunting to college football games, concerts, comedy shows, your favorite activities, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. I, I and you know what? I'll say it. I mean, four games in, he's played four good games. I mean, yeah. I I don't remember a game Minimum. where yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, can we officially say the light has been on? Maybe after next week. Well, I, I want to wait till we see them play a good, a really good offense. But I'm very encouraged. Okay, good. Very encouraged by the consistency with which yes. Maris has played. Yes. And and today too meant something, Vince, because he didn't have JD to get him lined up. That's this a good was, point. This was all Maris. And there, remember, you know, there was a when when uh, when Jack went out with a shoulder. He was kind of playing with his shoulder. They put Maris at middle linebacker. Yeah. Like if I'm if I'm if I'm interesting Drake choice. Bowen, I'm I'm not happy. Right yeah. now, I'm like that's right. how little faith you have in me. You you don't trust me to play against Central freaking Michigan. You put two guys out of position, right, into my position, right. So, yeah. and I would be like, uh, your depth chart clearly means nothing because it says I'm behind JD, and yet I was fourth <laughs> altogether. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Forced two more fumbles, which was good in this game. They've had now seven in four games, but they have yet to recover one. Ugh, that's frustrating. Right? Like, it's all get out right there. Yeah, it is. 
Uh, I mean, I realize Thomas, some of it's luck as far as like recovering right. and, and stuff like that, but yeah. man, I wish they would recover one. Speaking of play, I thought Thomas Harper played really well today. He had a missed tackle on the first play of the game. It let them get extra yards, but then he settled in pretty well after that. I thought Thomas Harper was pretty good today. Um, but uh, I mean, there, there were some good performances. Like again, Donovan Heinish, when they let him attack, he's pretty good. Yeah. Right. The issue is, is like, He's just, why are you asking yeah. him to like eat up space and for a linebacker to run through? He's closer to the line than the linebackers are, and he's more athletic than the guards at Central Michigan. Let that kid, let him go eat a little bit. Yeah, you know, and that's that's a bit of a frustrating thing. But, um, but overall, Vince, I, I, you know, I thought it's it's just hard for me to say a whole lot about the defensive players because I feel like they weren't put in a great position. Like Jack yeah. Kyle had some really big mistakes today. He also made some really good plays. He had the sack where he forced the ball, the the lateral. Yeah. But it's kind of like, but you you put him in positions where you shouldn't have been asking him to do those things. Right. right? His stat line ended up being pretty good. I think he led the team in tackles. You know, 10 tackles, one tackle for loss, was on the sack, had a forced fumble. That all came on the same play. But still, I mean, like I said, his stat line looks good. I mean, we all know otherwise. But again, is that his fault? He's not a middle linebacker, folks. I think he was a middle linebacker. In high school, at a 1A level in Indiana, okay, you can play middle linebacker there. You know, he's not a middle linebacker at Notre Dame. That's okay. There's other linebacking spots where he is really good, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that's the, that is absolutely the frustrating part for me. Yeah, absolutely. There were some good moments too, Vince, like we said, personnel-wise. I thought the corners were really good. Uh, Cam Hart was excellent today. Yeah, baby. Um, even caught a pass, apparently, yeah, today I mean, as well. So. Got my members only jacket right here, ready to go. Yeah. Just gonna throw it on. Cam Hart had a day, folks. Yeah. No, but in, in all seriousness, Cam yeah. was very good today. Very tight in coverage. They tried to go at him several times and in, in short stuff. Like his he has been um uh, I would imagine if you're watching at home, you probably haven't heard a lot about Cam Hart so far this year. There's a reason. It's like they just they don't go at him, and then the few times they do, it's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have done that. And right. uh he was good today. Benjamin was 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 solid. I thought Jaden Mickey was really good outside the pass interference, which again, which wasn't very questionable. Yeah. Uh, safety play, you know. Look, I thought a Don Schuler played well late when he got in. He was pretty rangy. Xavier Watts was really up and down today. I got to study the film a little bit more, Vince, because there's a couple times where Xavier made some really good plays, and other time, like he had the bass break up on the slant, he jumped that slant. He's yeah. very active coming which downhill, was, which was interesting because. So, and they kind of showed this on the TV copy, but he was there and the the quarterback kind of pump faked him to see if he would go mm-hmm. up and he kind of did one of these and then the quarterback said, well, I got to throw it. So he throws it and he still goes up and bats yeah. it down. It's like he was playing yeah. games with yeah. the quarterback. Like, that's an athlete. Right that there, was good man. to see. Yeah. That was good to see. Yeah. But, um, you know, so there were some good individual performances today, Vince. I just, I just was frustrated mm-hmm. that they should have dominated they should have dominated central Michigan. I'm, I'm sorry, especially without their quarterback. And yes. And, and that was just, um, that was very frustrating. I mean, they've given up, they've given up 18 tackles for loss in two games this year, Vince. And you got four against them. Right. Right. Like that, that, that I'm sorry. That's a problem. You know, look, New Hampshire had eight. You had four. When you're blitzing that much mm-hmm. and you're consistently getting this few tackles for loss in a game, 
there's something missing here. Now, again, the numbers look great. And I know some of you are going to be upset and there's going to be people that watch this later. Oh, you know, you're always so dang negative, whatever. Uh, the fact of the matter is, it, it this goes back to like, I remember 09, I caught the same heat when Notre Dame beat Nevada, like was it like 31 to nothing or something like that. I'm like, guys, they caught a lot of breaks. Nevada dropped like eight balls. Like you can't do that against good teams. And the next week, Tate Forcier just torches them. You know, so it's just one of those things where and people say like D-line is overrated. That's nonsense. How do you even know? How do you know if the D-line is overrated? They're not being allowed to do what they're good at doing. You know, so it's like just some really rough takes right now. But to me, this Mm -hmm. comes down to you're seeing a defensive coordinator who's very smart. I'm not – look, schematically, the stuff he does is like, that's a really – I understand what he's trying to do, Vince. But the issue is you're not playing to the strengths of your players. If Someday, if you want to be at Notre Dame long enough, go recruit a bunch of 300-pounders and 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 320 pounders and just do that right like you're trying to you're trying to use your d line the way georgia does because you know who else doesn't get a lot of tackles for loss georgia but there are three four defense that just that's what they do this isn't you're not them you have an undersized linebacking core and an undersized defensive line for what you're trying to do it's not an undersized defensive line overall it's just undersized for what you're trying to do you're trying to ask them to be something that they're not and then people are shocked when they're not like lighting the world on fire. Well, this was the game that you had a chance to do that, and they didn't do it. And that's the problem. That's yep. again, it goes back to it's a it's too scheme driven and not enough personnel driven. Sure. And that's that's my problem. And um, you know, somebody just said George also has two thousand years. You're kind of missing the point. That's the point. Georgia plays to the strengths of their players. So when and they don't get a million tackles for loss, it doesn't matter because that's not what they're doing defensively. They're not trying to generate. They're giving you nothing. You're going for zero, one, minus one. You're not getting – it's not a defense designed to create negatives. So when you look at Georgia and you see that they're not a really good tackle for loss team, it doesn't matter because that's not what their defense is designed to do. It's not a defense designed to be super disruptive and crazy to do they don't blitz a million times because again their defense is not designed for that this is a defense that when you're running when you're blitzing as much as they're blitzing and you're doing things they're doing you should be getting a lot of negatives it's very much what clemson does clemson is a very aggressive attacking with their linebackers defense and they're always like in the top 10 every year in tackles for loss right right now Notre Dame's on pace to finish in the 100s in tackles for loss When you're blitzing this much and you're that, and you're just not getting the disruptive plays, that's the problem. Georgia doesn't doesn't coach to that. That's the point. So if you want to be Georgia, then go out and recruit a bunch of 300 pounders, and then you can run that defense. But right now, you don't have that. You have a six foot one, 280 pound, really athletic nose guard who can't be blocked when you turn them loose. So turn them loose, and when you do. He's very good, and that's the problem. So that's kind of my frustration, man. And that's where I'm at with this whole thing. Game balls? Want to hand some out? Yeah. Who is your, who gets your game ball on defense, Vince? Corners, Hart and Morrison. I I was really impressed with them when when you know their quarterback had a chance to get rid of the ball, and if he went to either one of those two guys, it just was not getting completed. I mean, they, I thought that they played very very well. I thought they played also well 
in the run game when they had opportunities. You know, they they turned some stuff inside. They did they they played well. They played really really well. I think yeah. a lot of the stuff that got completed was more on the safeties than it was on the corners. So um, it it I feel like. Uh, I'm hoping I'm giving these two the game ball next week. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that's that, that's where I'll that's where I'll be. But they they had a really good game going into next week. I'm giving it to Jack Kaiser because mm. yes, he had some mistakes and he had some misses. But you know what? He answered the bell. He was put in a position that he's not fair enough. Shouldn't be playing. Yeah, he was asked to fill in for a captain who gets everybody set up. He was he was not put in a in a in a situation today where they were playing to his talent but you know what jack played his butt off yes there was mistakes and things that have to get better but it's like why i'm not getting mad at him for doing that because you shouldn't have been asking him to do that but you know what the kid did though vince is he played his tail off he was productive you know and and he he answered the bell your your captain goes down jack answered the bell yeah no he didn't always play great but there you go yeah, no, I, I, I will say I'm a little surprised, uh, but I see where you're coming from. And I would expect nothing less from Jack Kaiser because that's the kind of player that he is, right? I mean, that's that's why he's a player at Notre Dame. I mean, you know what I mean? Like yep. he has played ahead of his skis his whole career and, uh, you know, yep. his whole high school career, his whole college career. It's why he is where he's at. And so I would expect nothing less. I would just hope that the staff kind of looks at this whole thing and be like, okay, Let's not do that to Jack again. Let's use Jack to his ability yeah. and where he can really help us because he can be a really big part of what this defense is, but not if we don't put him in the best position to succeed. And mm-hmm. that by far is the number one responsibility of a coach when we're talking about on the field stuff, right? I'm not talking about, you know, development and, you know, turning them into men, you know, all that stuff. I'm talking about on the field X's and O's. Your job is to put your guys in the best position to be successful. They didn't do that today with Jack. Right. It's disappointing. Agree. But he gets my game ball because Jack didn't say boo. No. He went out there and played <laughs> his tail off. He plays yeah. a 220 pound player who's a rover yeah. primarily. And he got stuck at Mike linebacker. But you know what? He answered the bell and I got a lot of respect for that. So my my sure. beef is not so much like with it. Jack. It's why are you asking him to do that is more my complaint with it. But he answered the bell. And he yeah. stepped up and made some plays today and, and played his butt off. And so I'm giving him love for that. And I'm giving him game ball for that. You know what I mean? Because game ball isn't always like, who's your best player? It's just kind of like, who's the guy that just stepped up today and 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 um, and do what he needed to do? I thought, again, Onye flashed. I thought Thomas Harper had a good game. I thought the corners played great. I got no beef with what with you giving him that. I just, I just, I had a lot of respect for what Jack Kaiser did today, even though, you know, the, the things I was critical of, those those aren't necessarily about Jack. They're about why are you asking Jack to do those type of things. So that's kind of where I'm at. Sure. You want to so, talk any special uh, teams? Yeah. Is there a point at this point to talk any special teams? Two punts, two field goal attempts, one yeah. man, one missed. I mean, missed the 59-yarder, didn't get barely. all of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but he didn't get all of it because we've seen no, him make agreed. where it would have been good from 60-plus. Yep. And 59 yarder for a kid with this leg is not that, you know, not that I was worried because they were all out there and then the holder kind of comes running in late. And I was a little like, oh, you know, yeah, but uh, that was frustrating. They shouldn't have been there because Holden's got to catch that ball. He's got to catch it. Yeah. 
And there was a couple times I thought Chris Tyree should have come up and fielded punts that he didn't, and then it let it roll, you know, a couple times. And, you know, so – but special teams has just been okay this year. Yeah, Vince. nothing I mean, special. Have they even come close to blocking a punt this year? I don't think so. They've had some hands in there, but, like, nah, But that's just more really. getting to that line of guys and getting a hand up as opposed yeah. to actually maybe blocking it. Um. So I just no creativity in that regard to like way Brian Mason was. And it's like, that's fine. But if you're going to do that, you better be really good at the other. If you're not going to do that, right. then you better be really good at the other stuff. Right. And we just haven't seen that by the way. Right. So yeah, I, that that's it. That's it for that part. Vince. Um, that's fair. No, that's fair. Yeah, that's it. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.